listening to On The Real. I'm Tara Kirby, alignment business coach, educator, creator of The Dream Method, and founder of Dreammaker Society and The Dream Coach Academy. I'm a wife, generator, mom, cancer sign, soda-loving, recovering people pleaser, and I am your ultimate hype girl. I am here to guide you to your dream life and business. Get ready as we get real and pull back the business curtain to share tools, experiences, and the nitty-gritty, not-so-pretty, of building the life and business of your dreams. Let's get real, shall we? Welcome back to On The Real. I am Tara Kirby, your host, and I have my girl Dawn in the building. Dawn doesn't really need an introduction because if you spend any time in my world, you know Dawn is a big part of my world. But for those of you who may not know Dawn yet, Dawn, will you introduce yourself? Yes. Um, Also, I love that introduction because that's how I feel about you in my world. I'm like, we should all just know Tara at this point, right? I feel like we're we're all family. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, Tara is my sister. Not totally, really? but soul sister. And I don't know. Oh my goodness. Sorry, I blanked for a second. Okay, I'm an accountant. I am a mom. I am a client of Tara's. Tara's my business coach. I also feel like sometimes I'm Tara's business coach. And mm-hmm. I am a coach educator in her curriculum and her certifying coach curriculum. Um, and I'm a big cheerleader of change and development and all of the things. Um, one thing that Dawn did not mention is that she is the CEO of a very, very successful accounting firm. Like, I love yeah. that you still introduce yourself as an accountant because are you? No. <laughs> um, no, that's funny though. You just brought awareness to that and I will look into that a little bit more, but yeah, I think I just, I like that title instead of delving into this whole thing, but yeah, I own a very successful accounting firm that was founded January of 2020. So it is still recent. Like I was still an accountant very recently, but the last time I've done actual accounting work has been a minute. I kind of just oversee it at this point, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm like, oh, Dawn's an accountant. That's news to me, (laughs) but like truly like that's, that's where you started. And, um, you guys can listen to like more about how Dawn got started in her business on other episodes. I'll link different episodes down below. Um, but I don't want to relive the past with you. I want to just like chat it up. Um, because it is true. So Dawn is a client of mine. And when I say client, like Dawn and I just have this kind of like understanding that when we need to put our coach hat on, our coach hat is on. And when our friend hat is on, our friend hat and like all of these different things. Um, because I feel like our relationship is so dynamic in that space because you are an educator inside of our coach certification program. You are someone who comes to my house and our babies play together and we go to the pool uh-huh. together. And then also sometimes I'm like, I need you to not be my friend right now. And I need you to give it to me straight. Be And I feel like that is something that 
so many of us need in our lives. Um, because I know in the past, I've had a really hard time navigating like those relationships. I'm like, okay, are you my client? Are you my friend? Are you like, do we work together? Like, where is this? And I feel like, I mean, it's been three years, three years, Mm -hmm. wild three years since you and I even met each other. And we're in this place where like Dawn and I could talk every single day, or we could not talk for like two months to be like, Hey, give me the quick and dirty update, which I feel like we did on Boxer like a week ago. I'm like, give it to me straight. What's the newest. Right. (laughs) Um, and I love that our relationship has evolved into this because it wasn't always right. Like you truly came into my world. You were a client of mine. And then I contracted you and your accounting services. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I will say part of the reason that my business is as as successful as it is, is because of your influence in my world. I I will say the same thing right back though. Like You've helped me break through so many blocks as a coach. And then also you've just been there as a supporter, as a friend. And I think both roles are crucial in growing a business. Absolutely. I mean, then there's the sanity side of the play dates and stuff and and the motherhood. Right. (laughs) Appreciate that role as well. Very much. It's so funny because up until recently, I haven't like had that relationship. I'm like, I have three children, Mm -hmm. but I was never the mom that did like the play dates or went to the museum with friends. I was like, I don't have time. I don't want to do that. Right. Like I had created this story around who I was in motherhood. And now here I am with my third baby, who's like two years old. She's not even a baby anymore. And now I'm just starting to have like consistent play dates. Like, I think it's so interesting because as I have shifted in my role of motherhood, who I am in all facets of that have changed. And like, it's really cool because I mean, Donna and I, we don't live close at this no. moment in time. Uh, we don't, I'm always trying to convince Don to move closer to me. Um, but we still are able to, like, I feel like we've only hung out outside of business. Like truly a handful of times and yeah. like, but my kids know who Dawn is, mm-hmm. which I think is so rad. I agree. I love that they play imaginary Dawn and Tara together. Like, Oh my gosh. It's so thing. funny. And we'll say, so Dawn slept over at my house. I think it was like, I don't even remember why before an IRL maybe, but or you were just in town for something you needed a place to stay. regardless. Dawn sleeps over yeah. at my house. The next day, my kids are playing. My oldest two are playing Dawn and Tara and they are fighting over who gets to be Dawn because nobody wants to be mom, <laughs> but it's still like something they do. And I think it's so cool. And I think in this world, there's not a lot of that like crossover because I think a lot of coaches in this space are like boundaries, 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 boundaries. Like I can't be friends with my clients, but really when you allow yourself to evolve into that and you realize like what's happening in your life is happening. Your business is happening. Your business is affecting your life. And like, it is so fluid allowing yourself to be exactly who you are without those constraints has been like so, so powerful, which yeah, I just love being able to have that type of relationship because it hasn't always been that way. 
Well, and I think another aspect of that, at least looking back on our friendship and our journey and my journey in personal development, I think in the beginning there was those lines for sure. Like Tara is my coach totally. and I am her accountant. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got along great, you know, like you were my ideal client and I was your ideal client and we loved each other yeah. so much, but it wasn't really this friendship that we have now. Yeah. Um, and I think part of that too, cause I remember when it was developing more, I struggled a little bit, just knowing what my role was in the friendship which Mm -hmm. is interesting, but I think a lot of times we kind of put ourselves in boxes in friendships of like, I am the supporter in this friendship, Mm -hmm. or we are friends because of this one Mm -hmm. element that we have together, something in common, um, or this season of life that we're in together. And I like that our friendship has become so dynamic and there are so many moving pieces and parts and I think it's because we just kind of accept each other so wholly, like whatever you're going through, I'm here for you. And I see you mm. and that's allowed us to open up and let our egos go a little bit. Cause I think that I'm, I think that's what it was for me is because I didn't know my role. My ego was, I'm the accountant. I need to know all things. I will talk to you about money mm. and Cause even sometimes I'd show up for a coaching call and I'd be like, okay, Don, you are being coached now. Take it off. Like shed that yeah. layer open yeah. up. Yeah. So I think that's so true. And like, that's the type of relationship and the type of friendship that I'm like, that's the only thing I have time for is the uh-huh. type of friendships and like the type of conversations where we truly do drop our ego and we are just allowed to be fully ourselves And understand that it's safe to just be yourself. And I think a lot of relationships, business relationships and friendships, they do miss that level of vulnerability where like Don and I, we don't have the same belief system. Mm -mm. Like we don't have the same lifestyle. We appreciate a lot of the similar things. Like there's obviously like things that we see eye to eye on, but it's not like we see eye to eye on every single detail of each other's lives, of each other's spiritual beliefs, of how we are as mothers, right? But there is that mutual respect, understanding, and that vulnerability that we show up truly as ourselves and we allow ourselves to be seen and see each Mm -hmm. other in that space. And I just have realized over the past, I mean, three, I would say three years of like my own personal development, watching relationships fall away of those who are not in alignment with that. And it's not that we have to see eye to eye, right? It's that we are allowing ourselves to live in our truth and be who we are in that space. And I've even noticed in the past like year relationships that I had, even in a business standpoint, I was actually talking to my husband about this last night. I was telling Don before this call that last night I was like, I think I just want to burn everything down to the ground. And my husband's like, okay, let's talk more about this. And what I realized is the story I had, like, I'll, we'll, we'll pull it up, pull it out here. So the story that I had was I'm stepping into new, like a, a whole new world. Like I am claiming my space as a healer and I am claiming that 
stepping into it with so much fear and so much uncertainty, but like a true knowing that that's where I need to be. And I have built my business up until this point with like sprinkling pieces of my spirituality and sprinkling parts of myself into it, but always having this, um, kind of like a wall up to protect myself and to protect my business. And the conversation we had last night was if I couldn't, if I'm not successful, because sometimes I have the story that I'm not successful in my current business, which is bullshit. Um, but it's a story that I have created for myself. And I'm like, if I can't be wildly successful in this business that I've been building for three years, what makes me six, what's going to make me successful when I like actually step into my truth, when I actually allow myself and that's where the story started. And then as he and I started talking about it more, it was, oh, the people who invested in me three years ago are not the people who are investing in my business right now. And so in my mind, I'm like, but they didn't grow with me. And I had to be like, that's okay. Hmm. And I think like, as we evolve as ourselves and allow our businesses to do that, like, and I'm saying this to myself, right? Like we, but we all get into this space where we are stepping into new versions of ourselves and those who are meant to grow with us will grow with us. And those who are not will not. And this is like a constant thing that keeps coming up for me as like misaligned relationships are just falling away and not for any fault of mine or that person, but truly just being in the, okay, if I'm claiming this new level of alignment, I have to be okay that these relationships aren't the same as they used to be, but I still Mm -hmm. hold space and love and appreciation for who that person is to their core. But it's like, I constantly have to remind myself it's okay that we're not on the same path. Right. Have you right. experienced fact, that? Oh, completely. This is actually something I was thinking about last night as well. And always so interesting. <laughs> I know. Something that hit me last night is like there are different, obviously, there's different paths for growth, right? But yeah. I think there's also um different focuses. So mind, body, spirit. We know that those are like the three kind of elements for things. And I think right now you're on a very spiritual journey. I've been on kind of a spiritual journey, also like a mind journey. My body journey has not been there though Mm -hmm. until actually very recently when I've been like, okay, I do want to eat more clean and I do want to be more aware and I do want to start working out. And I feel like it actually was a big relief for me because I used to be the most an athletic person in my family played sports all the time. I got scholarships like sports, healthy eating. That was my life. Mm-hmm. And I completely shed that for a while and went on this other completely different journey. So it, it was a relief to me last night to kind of be like, okay, now I'm getting back in full circle. Now here's the body part coming in. Anyway, I just wanted to say that like mind, body, spirit, different people are on different journeys of growth. And when you're on that journey of, let's say you're tapping more into the spiritual growth side, your spiritual growth might look completely different than someone else's spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say like, they're not growing with you. They are growing with you. They're just growing in a different way. And I think that's so beautiful that we can just surround our people who 
surround ourselves with people who are on this journey of growth. I think that's why you and I relate so like wholeheartedly together is just we're both all about growth Mm. and our growth is going to look different and we honor that in each other, but it's about growth and it's about ownership and it's about helping others with their growth because that's like the next step on your growth is now turn around and help others and raise awareness and bring them up and share what you know. Don't just keep it to yourself. Totally. And I think with that, like allowing, like when you were talking about how, okay, in this past version of myself, I was like, I had scholarships, I was focused on my body and all of that. And it truly is allowing yourself to ebb and flow with those seasons. Yeah. Right. Like that season of your life, you're like, okay, I'm going to be focused on other things. And I think that, I mean, that's why I teach the, that there's four elements of alignment, that it's mind, body, spirit, and season of life and season of business, right? We don't allow ourselves oftentimes to recognize, okay, that's just not realistic for me right now. And if I want to make it a priority, I can choose to infuse it into my season of life. But if it's not aligning with what is important to me right now, that's okay. We don't have to focus so heavily on that. I do think that there is an element of allowing ourselves to have this like detachment from, okay, I have to take care of my mind. I have to take care of my body. I have to take care of my spirit because when we put that level of like have to, and the shoulds, Mm -hmm. that's when we start doing things that are misaligned. So it's having this level of awareness. Okay. Where am I at? What do I need? What do I want? Okay. Can I fulfill that through like my season of life right now? Yes or no. And having that level of like, I'm not going to judge myself because that's a big thing for me that I have been Mm -hmm. like shedding over the past. I mean, very, very deeply over the past year is not judging and like having this level of neutrality around everything around my body, around what I'm eating about how, like how I'm parenting and like looking at my kids, like we're in a season of cruises really, really hard. And I'm like, what does that mean about me? And I'm like, I don't have to make it mean anything about me. And so always bringing myself back to this level of detachment, because truly we could do all the things right for our body all the things right for our soul, all the things right for our mind. And we still might not be getting the results that we want. And a lot of that has to do with the intention that we bring Mm -hmm. to each and every thing that we're doing. Mm -hmm. No. And I 100% agree. I think that's why I felt that relief when I realized like, okay, it is coming around. I am paying attention to my body again, because I had shed that for so long and it was almost like an identity crisis a while ago. I I've been over it for a minute, but that was my identity before. And then I got to shed that and just become this new version of, okay, now I'm focusing on my mind and learning and I'm reading all, like I'm becoming a bookworm instead of someone who's out running laps. And it was really cool to just see that and dynamic. I don't know. I guess that's the word of today's podcast, but we're such mm-hmm. dynamic beings and just always changing. And there's new versions of us all the time and honoring whatever version you are of yourself right then and there and not yeah. letting those titles mean anything about you or your future self or your past self. Like mm. that was something you did. It wasn't who you are. Yes. Yes. I think 
so often we do allow our labels to define us, right? Motherhood, mm-hmm. CEO, accountant, yeah. right? Like all of these different hats that we wear, they're not who we are. They're things that we're actively doing and growing with. Um, and I think that that is why I feel so called to the world of spirituality and supporting women in this way, because my mission, my purpose has not changed. It's always been supporting women to step into their potential and be exactly who they are. And as I've discovered this new version of myself that realizes that like, I am a divine being inhabiting a human body and having a human experience. I think that's why I'm so drawn to the world of spirituality and really allowing ourselves to have that unbecoming and choosing who we're going to be with what we're given. Um, and I think it's really interesting because I have this conversation with my clients a lot where the purpose, the passion and the mission typically all stay the same. It's the vehicle in which you are fulfilling that purpose and that mission. And right now my vehicle is the world of spirituality. It's like connecting to yourself through breath. It's creating deeper levels of alignment and that vehicle may change in the future. And that's okay as well. And I think I mean, you hit on it earlier that one of the reasons why you and I connect so well is because we believe in growth and for you, the word is growth for me, it's expansion, right? And I mean, my word might be expansion too, because that's actually my word of the year. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. But like truly Mm -hmm. it's, it's that core belief that, and I, I mean, I know you and everything you've been building. And I know that you're all for personal development, growth, expansion. And like, we, I think, it, I think words are so cool. Like, I think words are so rad because, and this is something that I've been really trying to support our coaches in inside of dream coach Academy is understanding the different definitions of words for the people you're serving. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. it could be personal development. It could be worth. It could be expansion. It could be growth, right? Like we all have these different definitions of what growth is and what expansion Mm -hmm. means and all of these different things. And I always think it's really, really cool to explore the power of the definitions of words because it always goes so much deeper. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of us, if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to experience your if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, personal development is going to be vital because you can't step into entrepreneurship and not realize all of the labels and all of the layers of healing that you have to do for yourself. Um, and how important that is. I think oftentimes we step into entrepreneurship because we want to create safety We want to create stability. We want to have this level of freedom by creating our own business. And I think part of it is we're trying to like soothe that part of ourself that didn't feel safe, that didn't feel secure, that felt like we had to be something to, to be worthy of something. And so I think it's really cool when we step into the world of entrepreneurship, as we allow ourselves to define who we are 
in entrepreneurship with that level of detachment of like, okay, this is who I'm choosing to be, but we're not letting that mean anything about us. And I think the more personal development you do, the more you explore, the more you like peel back these layers of who you are, the e- I don't want to say easier, but the more, the more aware you are and the less it hurts when you're facing parts of yourself that you're like, oh, I don't have to be that if I don't want to anymore. Because I think when you first start in any sort of healing journey, any sort of personal development, we often, our ego is taking it so personally. Yep. Right. Which is why that level of detachment. And it's so funny because I've been on this alignment and this healing journey in different facets for gosh, almost five years now, which is so wild to me that I've been like actively doing this. And I'm like, what was I doing for the first 30 years of my life? Like what? It feels like a completely different life, right? No, really. Yeah. I'm like, was I thinking, was my brain turned on before three years ago? I don't know. But like, really, but like, that's where I feel like so many of us were stepping into our awakening and they call it awakening for that reason, because you truly are living your life on autopilot until you bring awareness to, okay, I'm going to actively live my life. I'm going to intentionally live my life. And that is what an awakening is. It's creating awareness and it's creating intention and looking back and like being like, wow, I lived an entire life based on the belief system that was given to me. And the Mm -hmm. moment that you realize that you can choose, it's like the best and the worst. I always tell Cameron, I'm like, can't I go back? to not knowing, but I never actually want to go back there because I feel like the growth and the expansion, like I said, it's not easier, but there's a level of awareness and more choice. I feel rather than obligation, like, oh, I have to do this to get to this level. It's like, no, I get to choose the expansion and the growth that I'm going to step into. Right. It's like the ultimate level of freedom is you realize you get to choose your thoughts. You get to choose your reaction. You get to create your life. And I mean, with that comes this kind of heavy weight though of like, oh, it's all on me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. But it is, it's a lot of freedom and it's so neat that that is in our hands. It's our power. It's, it's our spirits thinking our thoughts. We're the one who powers our world. It's all up to us. Um, Tara, you keep saying you need to detach. You need to detach. And I just, I have a question for you, but how do you detach? Mm. Like, how do I create a level of detachment? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So love this question. Love this like exploration. So my, for me, the way that I associate like detaching from things is truly truly trusting the process okay, and like stepping into trusting. So my, a mantra that I held for, so last June, June of 2022, it was my birthday. 
loved, loved that journey for me. Got myself a hotel room. And I like had this whole personal, like becoming unbecoming. I'm like, bro, why is it going to be in my birthday? But it's because I created that space and because I asked for it. So from about June of 2022 to November of 2022, I was what I call myself in like a limbo. I knew I was moving forward, but I could not figure out, like, I felt like I was in jello. Mm-hmm. I'm like stuck in this jello and I can wiggle around. This is the weirdest like analogy, but it's working, right? So I'm like stuck in this jello and I can move around and like in say you're in jello. You can see shapes on the other side of jello, but you can't see it clearly, right? You can't see it clearly. So I feel like I'm stuck in this jello and I'm moving and I'm trying to like break my way out and I'm not going to eat my way out because jello is not the vibe. But I was stuck in this jello for like five and a half months. And I think it was partially the stars, partially like just, I was ready. I was in my incubation period and I was ready to break out. But through that level of five months of knowing that there was something on the other side, something that was coming, that is where Mm -hmm. I learned this deep level of detachment to the outcome. I was still taking action. I was still running my business. I was still being a mom. I was still being in my human, but my mantra for those five months was you are held. And like having that true belief that something bigger than me, something that knows more, some divine plan is holding me. You're held. You don't have to worry about the outcome. You just have to surrender and allow yourself to not coerce it, not convince, not pretend that you're living in alignment, like truly allow yourself to take action and know that whatever outcome happens, you are held. And so that level, and I actually have it tattooed on my back now because it took me through that limbo so that when I was on the other side, when I was out of the jello, I was like, okay, nothing bad happened in that time. There was discomfort. There were some things that I was like, oh, I don't really want to experience that. But like, truly, my my business didn't fall apart. My -hmm. marriage didn't fall apart. Like, everything was perfectly fine. And I was on the other side of that seeing how trusting the plan, trusting the process, and trusting myself, everything's always going to be okay. Yeah. I think as humans, we decide, like, this is, this is my action and this is going to be the outcome, but that level of, um, just trusting that whatever outcome comes is exactly what it's supposed to be. I asked Cameron and I went to dinner on Friday night and I asked him, I was like, what is one thing, you know, like without a shadow of a doubt, what is one thing, you know, and he's like, I am not sure. Let me think on that because he is in his, his own level of like deciding who he is. And like, he's in this world of alignment with me, but on his own journey and I support him and I always ask him questions and make him think, but he was like, what about you? And I'm like, the one thing I know for sure is I am exactly, exactly where I am meant to be right now. That this present moment is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And at any time, I have the opportunity to choose what comes next. With that Mm -hmm. level of deep, deep trust, 
in a divine plan that I have my agency to choose, but no matter what I choose, I will be held. And that is where that level of detachment comes when you truly, truly trust that you are exactly where you are meant to be. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I love that. So your detachment back to definitions, your Mm -hmm. detachment essentially is this trust fall because you held, because I think when I think of detachment, like my, my method, my exercise for detaching is just asking, what are you making that mean? What are you making that mean? What are you making that mean? And like peeling away layers and layers of ego meaning I'm not exactly sure but just like neutralizing things Mm. so completely different processes I mean same end results of like yeah there's more to it well it's funny that process of what am I making this mean like what like for me that's awareness that's creating awareness interesting right and like this is why I think and I'm like, I'm, I'm probably going to take us off on a tangent here, but if you think about it, we live in a world of social media Mm -hmm. where people are using words like detachment and alignment and awareness and intuition and like blah, 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 all the yummy buzzwords that we all love, but like truly, truly someone could be saying something and you could interpret it so much differently than what they're meaning. And that is why here's the thing. So many times I'm like, I'm not going to do one-on-one coaching anymore. I'm not going to do it. And then I'm like, of course I'm going to do it because the power in personalized conversations and truly that personal exploration, there is nothing more powerful than being able to have a conversation with someone, be vulnerable in that conversation, allow them to mirror back to you what you are experiencing, what you are seeing, what you are moving through. And I say mirror back to you because it's not telling you, Mm -hmm. it's showing you Mm -hmm. and being able to do that in a coaching setting. That's why I'm like the dream coach Academy forever and ever. And I will always do one-on-one coaching in some capacity because the personalized support that each and every one of us need, if you don't have a best friend, a soul sister, like Dawn and I have in our relationship, you sure as hell better have a coach who can mirror back exactly who you are, which is why I've always had a coach. I have always had a coach. And also I've always had mirrors and expanders in my life to show me what I can't see. For sure. Thoughts, feelings. Oh, I just think all of those roles are so important. So my thoughts are Yeah. There's a lot of different roles that you need to cover and okay. Well, this is a different tangent, but I just want to bring up the spouse tangent side to this Mm because you kind of already brought it up. Like Cameron's going through his own thing. It's a completely different thing. And I love that you two are at this point able to talk about it some more. Um, there are plenty of times though, where your spouse is not that person or your spouse is, I mean, my husband always tells me when I have a thought, he's like, he can go talk to Tara about that. Like he knows <laughs> that is not his role in our relationship. Yeah. But it was interesting to me to like come across that because from a self-development journey, I kind of thought, and we're growing together. Like that's a solid marriage. We're growing together. We're doing this together. We're sharing these thoughts, but we think completely different. And I love that. We also think way too alike some other times. 
But like, I love that we're different people. And so to honor that, make sure that you both have your own support systems. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, it's really just about respect and letting each other go through their own journeys. Yeah. Um, so recently we had our, some of our education team from DCA come and do breathwork certification. And one Mm -hmm. of our coaches, Kaylee, who you guys, she's been on the podcast before she talks about human design. So all of the girls came to dinner and I don't know why, but I was like, Cameron, just come to dinner. He's a fun time. So I had Cameron come to dinner because I also think it's really important for those in business to see what it's like to have a supportive partner. And also to see that like, Cameron is not like me. Cameron and I are very different in a lot of ways and he sees things different, but it was really cool because Kaylee, as she does, and I love it so much. She's like, give me your chart. And so she gave Cameron his chart or Cameron gave her his, his human design chart. And she was like, Tara, you have to create this level of space holding for him where he can come talk to you and you don't coach him or solve the problem. And I don't always do that, but I also know that there are times that I could just like zip it. Right. And just listen Mm -hmm. or like guide. Right. And I think especially as you become a coach, it's so easy to want to be like, well, I want my husband to do all these tools and to do all this personal development. And if he's not then, right. And then you make something about it. Um, and when people come to me and they're like, how do I get my husband on board? I'm like, first off, stop trying to get your husband on board and be who you are as you're learning, Mm -hmm. as you're growing and let them see the change in you. And then choose if they want to join you in that journey. Like it was probably mm, almost eight months into me, like having my awakening and starting to use manifestation and meditation where Cameron was like, okay, you can talk to me about this eight months of doing this. And he saw the results because I was living it and I wasn't trying to convince him to do it, but I had my people who I could talk to about it. And that's why I feel like if you don't have a friend, you've got to have a coach or Mm -hmm. reach out to someone, make friends with somebody who you like respect, or you feel you have like similar beliefs to where you guys can relate on this level. And John, I know you have other friends that you go to for things as well. And it's like, it's not just me. And it's not just Dawn. Like I have people that I talk to about this specific thing or that specific thing. And I think so often we put ourselves in the boxes, right? This goes back to our boxes and our ego where it's like, I can't reach out to that person because what are they going to think? Or what, like, are they going to try to pitch me or like whatever. Right. But what if you just tried and had a level of detachment right? Whether that's Dawn's attachment, like detachment of like, okay, what am I making this mean about me or a level of detachment on my end where it's like, I'm just going to jump in and see what happens. And like, I know I'm going to be led to exactly where I need to be. Yeah. I go ahead. Really, sorry. Really, really critical part of these roles when you're finding that person I'm thinking I might say this is like the only thing you need in this relationship. Do it. Um, There might be more, but it's the only thing that comes to mind is having someone who 
they hold their own and you hold your own. And so when Tara comes to me and she's in a hard place, it is not a burden on me to hear about any of that because I'm holding my own thing. And Mm -hmm. and she knows that. And she respects that. I, I mean, yeah, I might drop my stuff to go help her out, but that it's not going to be a burden on me. I'm not going to spiral because of her hardships or same thing. When I go to her and I'm like, I'm having this hard, hard day or the opposite Tara, I really want to celebrate. And I know you're going through hell right now, but I want to celebrate it. I can do that. And I'm not a bad friend bringing that to her. No. And I think what, I think what that is, is you've done the work for yourself and I've done the work for myself. Exactly. Right. And so it is to do the work. Yes. And we're choosing because like there, there have been times where I know that I have not been on the like, uh, in my personal self, like my human has not been on a happy receiving end of someone else's good. Right. And that has everything to do with me and nothing to do with them. Yeah. And I think that level of awareness is so important. And I feel like as you start becoming more aware of your thoughts, of your feelings and the way that you act and react to things, you start to see that because you can hear people and like on a conscious level. And I know that I experienced this where I heard people talking about like, Oh, anything that you don't like in someone is what you don't like in yourself. Right? Like those beautiful, beautiful concepts, but like truly until you experience it, it doesn't land and it doesn't always have to land. And it's going to land at the right time when you're actually ready to process it, because we are not given these tools and we're not choosing to use these tools until they are meant for us. And I truly, truly believe that. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I mean, back to spouses and their change and, or friends or sisters, siblings and their change that it has to come when they're ready. Cause we all know Mm -hmm. change is hard when you want it. And when you're aware of it, like Terry, you stuck in the jello, you want the change that was hard and you knew how bad you wanted it. Mm -hmm. I mean, imagine going through the change and this isn't something that you want. You're doing it for a loved one or you're being forced to do that. Like that doesn't work. So well, and that's where in their timelines honor your own timeline. That's where it goes back to the intentionality behind it, right? You can, and this is something that I continue to learn the hard way, um, but have created more and more awareness. So where it's landing deeper than ever, there were years of building my business where I saw the potential in people And I brought them into spaces of my business purely on the potential that I could see in them. And then I was continually disappointed, right? Because they were not living up to their potential, but you can't make someone heal. You can't Mm -hmm. make someone live into their potential. You can encourage them. You can support them. You can hold space for them. You can teach them. But until they make the decisions for themselves, until they choose, because, hi, that's for all of us. Like we choose, we have our agency 
to choose and we cannot coerce others into their agency because if others are making, and even yourself, right? Like if someone's like, oh my gosh, you should totally do this. And it does not feel in alignment for you. Well, then it's not, it's going to be a waste of your time and a waste of your energy. And this is where understanding how important it is to create awareness, to trust yourself, and to also have that level of detachment of the outcome, right? And this is why, like when I do coach, because I still coach, I still have coaching clients. I do not hold them to any standard. I hold the space. I see them in their potential, but I do not expect them to do anything. And that is why I support self-led leaders. Right. Because as a coach, and I mean, you have employees, it's a whole other space of leadership, but like as a leader, you can only hold so much before the results have to come from the action of their choosing. Completely. It's so funny that Dawn introduced herself as an accountant because truly like if you guys knew Dawn's business, you'd be like, sorry, excuse me. Right. Because I know that you experience this in your organization as well. Like Dawn has an accounting firm with how many people do you have right now? Cause it always is changing. You're always hiring people. It, I know. Um, well, we have a new person who starts next week. So that would make it 16, mm. 17. That'd make it 17. Like, let's talk about that for a hot second. Like holding that space and what do you think has made it so that you could run a business with 17 employees? Yeah. Like, I mean, personal growth. Yeah. A whole lot of personal growth. It was the expansion. Yeah. It was expanding. Well, year one was getting to know myself so that year two, I could set up a business in an aligned way. And then year three was aligning the others, like letting them know, and this is how we're going with it. And we're rolling with it. But all of that was creating expansion because I could barely hold space for myself in the first year. Mm. Like there's a reason I mean, I, I feel like I grew quickly. I know plenty of businesses grow even faster. Um, there have been so many nights where I'm like, why am I not growing even faster than this? Like I should be here, that, that ugly should word, but I should be here. And I'm so grateful I wasn't because the timeline for things, I mean. You couldn't hold it. No, mm-mm. I would have gotten it and then dropped it. Yeah. So very grateful to be here. Very grateful to have brought been brought into the self-awareness, learned coaching tools and stuff so that I could teach my employees how to hold space for each other as well. Cause that's the other thing is I don't mm-hmm. think I necessarily hold space for all 17 of them. Mm-hmm. I do. Don't get me wrong. Like I do but the managers also hold space for them and probably even more space. My space is there on an as need basis or during my one monthly meeting that I have with each team member. Yeah. Cause that's what I have time. But I feel, but I feel like that's healthy 
that's healthy leadership. Completely. That is necessary, healthy leadership. And I Mm -hmm. love that you brought to this, that it's like year one was you learning about yourself and creating your own personal transformation. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you were able to like truly step in and like live with it. Cause you have to learn, you have to learn who you are, who, and I think you have to learn who you are. And then there's a level of choosing who you are as you step into living in your business. Right. And like actually creating it. And now you're in this place where you are holding space for your business right? It's not necessarily every single employee, but you're holding space and you have grown into a place where you can hold space for your business. And you've created this healthy level of leadership, which I think is so beautiful and so possible for so many. But what I see is people step into, I'm going to build a business. And then they get slapped in the face and they're like, who in the literal hell am I? Yeah. And when you can come into this and say, I'm going to figure out who I am, what I want, how I want to be, how I work, how I can best learn, how I can best grow, how I can expand, how I can create my own alignment. And then I'm going to live and build this in alignment and like continually growing in that evolution. And then I can hold space and be the leader. And that's why like over on Dream Coach Academy, like this is something that I've seen time and time again, and Don, you are like prime number one example. I have a handful of coaches and I got down to like, when I was kind of coming out of the jello, I'm like, what is, what's next for me? And I truly, truly felt like I am being called to support conscious leaders. And what conscious leaders are, are leaders that are self-aware, period. A conscious leader is a leader who is self-aware first, and then they are leading those who they serve to their own awareness. And I knew that I was being called to that. And so I asked myself, okay, how can I create, like, how can I fulfill this? Great. I'm going to do this through our fully aligned program where I do one-on-one coaching and I'm going to do this in Dream Coach Academy. And I asked myself the question, who are the coaches who are doing it? Who are the coaches who are conscious leaders? And Dawn was obviously number one who came up because you learned the tools and then you lived the tools and now you lead with the tools, which is where we created essentially our dream coach Academy philosophy now, which is learn, live and lead because so many of us want to go to number two, living in alignment before we know who the hell we are. Yeah. Before we have the tools because we were not given the tools. Mm -mm. growing up. And I am so grateful that this is my work and that it is something that is expanding to more people because our children, I'm going to get emotional. Our children get to learn this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Our children are going to have trauma. Yes. There's going to be really terrible things that happen to them in their lives. However, they, when they have conscious leaders as parents, because leaders like being a parent is being a leader. Completely. And when you have that conscious awareness, when you have those tools, you can teach your kids how to regulate that. It's okay to have big feelings that it's okay to be mad because mm-hmm. right? women, we're not allowed to be angry. 
No, no, no. You can, you can be angry in closed quarters. You cannot scream. You cannot yell. You can, because then you're a bitch, then you're too assertive. Then you're all of these things. But like, truly I get to teach my daughters that they can be, and they can feel every single thing that they need to. And I know that I got on my soapbox and I know that I'm yelling and I'm backed away from my mic because I know that I'm yelling, but truly like, this is where I realize my passion truly lies because at the end of the day, it is not about building a successful business. No, it is about being exactly who you were meant to be, who you were put on this earth to be with a purpose, with a passion and a mission to fulfill. And that vehicle will look different. But if you do not allow yourself to know yourself, if you do not allow yourself to connect to that, to truly, truly figure out who you are, you will not be able to fulfill that mission. And you're going to keep being frustrated. You're going to keep being angry. You're going to keep being bitter. You're going to keep being out of alignment and truly learning who you are and the tools to regulate and to continually create alignment is the very, very first step that so many people skip because they want the successful business. People Mm -hmm. can look at you and be like, Oh, Dawn has a successful accounting firm. She must be a really great accountant. I mean, you are. Like she's got an MBA, yeah. right? You got an MBA. You got a master's. I, yeah, I have a master's in accounting. So yeah, I'm like she knows her stuff, people. But mm-hmm. that does not mean that she's a sick. Like that does not create a successful leader. No, it's that awareness and constant awareness. Yes. Yeah, a an an willingness to change and question mm-hmm. everything all the time, which can be exhausting. But I think that goes back to that expansion is you're changing, you're expanding yourself and your capacity mm-hmm. so that you can do these things more regularly. Yes. Yes. And that's what it is, right? It's mm-hmm. the more you allow yourself to expand, the more you get to hold. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Don, I love you so much. I love you, Tara. I love this conversation. Also, it's funny, like, okay, I just have to say this for anyone listening. We had no agenda to this. Tara's like, we're just going to chat. Okay. But this is honestly how our conversations go. And I love that we get to talk about these things together. This putting, we're giving each other, like sharing our definitions with each other, sharing some stories mixed with some ideas, mixed with dreams and hopes and all of our roles mixed in together. I just think it's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. And like, truly it's so funny. Um, because I mean, I wouldn't have you if it wasn't for this work. Mm-hmm. Right. And for putting myself out there uncomfortably <laughs> in like very uncomfortably in the DMS. Right. And like, for me, yeah. it wasn't uncomfortable because I did have that level of detachment. I'm like, I'm gonna say what's up. And if she takes it cool. And if she doesn't, she doesn't. Right. And for right. those, if you don't listen to our story, I truly was looking for an accountant. Dawn slid into my DMS. She's like, I'm an accountant. And I was like, that's cool. Like a few nights later, I had a full on dream about Dawn. She came to me, she dropped in she's like, Hey, what's up? And I'm like, Oh, Hey, you're at my very first workshop, which is so wild full circle because you have been to literally every single workshop and every single retreat we have ever hosted. And it truly is full circle. But if I wouldn't have been like, Hey girl, what's up? And I was honest. I was like, I had a dream about you. Hey, right. Yeah. But if I wasn't fully 
willing to be vulnerable in that moment and say, Hey, this is what happened. We'd love to invite you to this with that level mm-hmm. of detachment. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's going to be great. Whatever happens. Right. And here we are three yeah. years later being able to support women in creating their own conscious leadership while simultaneously mm-hmm. like running our own dream businesses yeah. and having babies. Like, yeah, you got to trust the process. You got to just trust yourself. Yeah. It's just crazy that so much has happened in three years mm-hmm. and like time, like what a tricky thing. What a time warp that three years ago, we would have no idea we'd be here today. And if you think about what's happening three years down the road, like that seems so far away, but it will go by so fast. So fast. And I'm so excited to see what it brings. Dawn, thank you for having this convo with me, like this convo and all of them. Thank you everybody for listening. I'm like, you Mm. just got to be a fly on the wall of when Dawn and I get wild and passionate. Yeah. I just, when I'm not allowed to tear a soapbox things, I'm like, you feel it. I feel it. Oh, I love it so much. Um, I'm going to make sure that all of the ways to connect with Dawn are in the show notes. Um, and I'm actually going to plug something because this sounds really fun and I was not expecting to do this. Um, but if you guys do not know, I host an in-person private experience, which we call the build experience. And part of that build experience is being able to work with Dawn and her team to get Joe money straight. Um, Mm. And so it's a three-day all-inclusive experience. It's called the Build Experience. I'm going to leave a link below so you can learn all about the Build Experience. Um, Yeah, I was like, why the hell not do a Build Experience with Dawn? I love it. Some business coaching, go out to dinner with Tara and I, do some CFO Mm. work. It's the works. Yeah. And of course I'm going to lead you through breath. We're going to do like energy work and we are going to support you in your mind, your body, your soul, and your season of business, which is always like the vibe for us. So if you're interested in that, um, check it out in the show notes below. Dawn, thanks for hanging out with us. I'm going to see you soon. And we're going to have Dawn back on the podcast because these conversations, they just need to keep happening. And hopefully you guys can just take from our generator energy um, and just go and do and build the life and business of your dreams. And we'll see you guys next time on On The Real. If you love that episode, you are going to love this opportunity. Picture this. You me and Don Patton for three days together at the Align with TK headquarters in Linden, Utah. Yes, our build experience is officially open for applications and we want to help you build your business to new heights. Join us for this three-day all-inclusive experience where we will take care of your hotel accommodations, feed you, and step into creating strategy for your business refine your offers, help you with creating content, or spend time with me to create your own methodology. Dawn will be able to help you with forecasting and if you need bookkeeping so we can make sure your finances are exactly where you need to be to scale to new heights. The Build Experience is an experience that we cater to you and your business needs. Between myself and Dawn, we have 16 years of business building experience for multiple
multiple six-figure businesses between us. Plus, Dawn has a master's degree in finance. If this sounds like a fun experience to you and something that you and her business are ready to dive into, the application for the Build Experience is in the show notes below. We look forward to building with you.